This is another five star production. Ratchet bitches wanting for she's not Philippe. That's the type that put me in my mood. She know that I'm out, but she can cool for me. She know how to put me in my groove. I know it's a lot that you can learn from me. It's just one thing that you gotta prove. If you gotta walk with you to ride for me, I might need an extra for the two. Gotta keep my distance, they surround me. I'ma need an extra for the two. They might have to go and build a house for me. I'ma need an extra for the Creole same size as the gallery. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode, another episode of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we're always keeping the score. I am one of your hosts, Robert. Joining you, joining me remotely from parts unknown, we have Khalil. What up? And of course, we got my guy, Stats and Research. We got Brandon. Brandon, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? All right. Clayton is not with us in any form this episode. He is uh, enjoying some time off with his lovely girl. So, but we'll sure you'll hear from him um, on our next episode on Friday. But Brandon, let's get into the NFL. It's been an interesting weekend, you would say, for right for the NFL. Um, certainly, certainly a little, a little crazy. Sure. By the way, I did just for both of you. I did play Niagara Falls. Part of it was our team did play not too far from Niagara Falls in Buffalo. Yes, so <laughs> didn't go too well, but you know. It was that or let it snow. But I thought let it snow might be a little might hurt too much. No. No. I mean I'm actually I'm actually not upset. Um I was upset when it initially happened, but I was impressed and I actually enjoyed the effort that they gave. Especially since a lot of calls didn't go our way that game anyway, but it's fine. Well, fair enough. All right. Well it played well. I have no reason to be upset. You have no reason. That's good for you. Okay. Well, Brandon, since Clayton is not here, are you ready to do the NFL rundown? Week fifteen. I am, whenever you are. Go ahead. Take it away. All right. First game on the docket. We're going to go Eagles-Bears. Eagles. This game was actually close for quite a while. Going back and forth. Uh, Eagles uh, take the win 25-20. to 20. Um, I don't know if you saw in this game, but Justin Fields was at it again. Um, he... Had a phenomenal. Oh, he didn't reach. He did not reach the Brandon Bar. Actually, he did not make the uh-huh. Brandon Bar. Does it count if he, he does not. it in rushing? Is it? Does he have to make a certain point in rushing to be considered for the? Because he is kind of like a dual threat quarterback. Well, I'm going to mention him because he did have the 15 carries for 95 yards, and he had a he had a big uh, 39 yard run as well. So I'm I'm going to give him love for that. But the passing did not reach the Brandon Bar. Although I won't lie, they did not throw very much. He had a uh, Four, he was 14 to 21. Oh, what the hell? I'll get to him. 14 to 21, 152 yards for 7.2 yards per uh, per attempt. It's not bad. It just uh, didn't really try. His, oh, my God. Six sacks for 61 yards. Jeez. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. I'll give them credit. They played better than I thought they were going to play because I remember the betting line for the game. I think it was Eagles minus nine. And, you know, give them credit. They covered. They didn't. They didn't get blown out. They kept it close. At one point, they were leading the game earlier on. They were. They were. Uh, there's not another soul on that Bears team that's worth even mentioning their stat line. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the Eagles. <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurt, another fantastic performance. Um, 315 yards uh, through the air. Had two picks, though. Did not throw a touchdown pass. Uh, had 17 carries for 61 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Damn. Yes. Um, Miles Sanders, you you sold me really badly today. So we're going to go ahead and just skip you. Uh, AJ? Uh, Rob. Well, I'm sorry to cut you off, Brandon. Rob, I don't know. You might have to have a conversation about that MVP race. Patrick Mahomes might have to step aside a little bit. I don't know. For Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is balling. I, no, I think I said it a couple weeks ago. I said I said he might be in the conversation now, and then somebody was like, "Nah, it's too early." But I, I think he he probably has a he might be the MVP by the end of the year. If they don't lose a, a game for the rest of the year, he, it should easily go to him. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been doing pretty well, especially since he doesn't have the same level of talent on both sides of the ball as much as Jalen Hurts. But this might be one of those years. You know, it's kind of isn't a little reminiscent of a uh, Cam's MVP season back in uh, two thousand what fifteen. Yeah, 
relatively similar, I'd probably say. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, at least from what I'm seeing this year, um, I think Jalen Hurts might be a better passer or a little bit more accurate. Um, he hasn't been asked to, like, throw the ball too many tough times, but he does have a nice deep ball, at least from what we've seen. Um Mm-hmm. But they're they're doing they're doing well. They might be you might be the MVP. You might be right about that. Clayton Clayton might have the MVP. Uh, when's the last Eagle to win MVP? Anybody remember? Oh, I, I, have no yeah. I don't know if the Eagle has ever even won MVP in my knowledge. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. No, not that I can think of. Maybe a Reggie White, but I I doubt it. Okay. Well. I know that I'm pretty sure I know what the next game is that you're about to say, and I'm just want to say before. Well, you I'm say not it. done with oh, game. Not AJ. Done? Oh, AJ Brown, nine catches for 181, and uh, Devontae yeah, five, five catches for uh, 126. Um, moving on. Okay. We're gonna go with the Falcons and the Saints. Um, I mean, I, it doesn't really matter who plays quarterback for the Falcons, apparently. Um, they should probably go back to Marcus Mariota because he was throwing for 150 yards. Desmond Ritter over here gave you 97, so <laughs> not really what we're looking for. Uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, decent day, 14 for 52. Tyler, I don't even know how to say his last name, but 17-139 and a touchdown. Drake London, seven catches for 70 yards. Oh, I guess he was the only person he was throwing to. Um, on the Saints side, Taysom Hill had a two two for two for eighty yards. Yeah, yeah, you and, saw that, Khalil. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I didn't. I fell asleep. Oh my god, you're such a after after the World Cup final, I made some food and then I just laid down for a little while. And then that was the end it took of it. a lot out of you, didn't it? Yeah, That's... very emotional, very emotional. What do you <laughs> speed? Get out of here! Whoa, 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 whoa! Go ahead, um, I'm not really. I mean, Alvin Kamara, 20, 20 carries for 91 yards. Um, Rashid Shahid, if any of you have him on your fantasy team, three catches for 95 and a touch. Uh, moving on, Lions and Jets. Did any of you see this game? This I watched I watch this game. This was a good game. And I don't know if any of you realize the Lions are 6-1 and one in their last seven. Wow. They started the year one and seven. They are now seven and seven. One and six, sorry. And they're now seven and seven. Uh, Jared Goff, decent day, 23 for 38, 252 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the story of this game is he had just all day to do whatever he wanted. Um, nothing really in the rushing game, although Jamal, Jamal Williams, 13 for 33. DeAndre Swift, eight. Eight for fifty-two. I'm on Ross St. Brown, seven for seventy-six. Um, on the Jet side, Zach Wilson. Yeah, uh, yeah, my man made a comeback. Yeah. I don't know what game you watched. Well, I mean, he's he back on the field. That's what I'm saying. He's back on the field. Don't relax. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, they need to hurry up and get Mike White back because while he did throw for 317 yards, um, he had one pick. Should have had another pick. And had a quarterback rating of three hundred of a thirty-seven. So, uh, yeah, it's going well over there. All right, can I just? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it on the in the playoffs a little bit later. But um, just want to ask real quick: Do you guys? Do you guys think this? Uh, you think that Detroit has a chance of making the playoffs? Just real quickly. Yes, I think um, their schedule. I have actually looked at their schedule. Uh, the last. Well, it's now what, three games. Yeah, their schedule looks pretty winnable. They get the Panthers next week. Uh, they get the Bears the week after that, and the Packers. Those are three winnable games. They're playing better than all three of those teams at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they have a I, I think the I think the only game you're probably concerned about might be might be that Packers game because that's in Green Bay. I don't know about but, Green Bay uh, this year. They're they're just I don't know where, how the season's gonna end for them. And they're not like necessarily like a they haven't played well, but they're not. You wouldn't say they're a bad team. And you have to move on Packers. Yeah, the Packers are a bad team. I feel I feel like they just they hadn't played to the level that they were capable of, and I feel they're like def- some of that is coaching. 
they're definitely a bad team. They're not okay. good. So you just think they're a bad team? Okay. They're not good. They might. I mean, they're not even. I think they only have like what eight losses. And they're five and eight. Yeah, I mean, they they technically not out of it either. Technically, they haven't played yet this week. I know. As I'm saying, they got a game tomorrow night. But go ahead, continue. Uh, Sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, and the, that Bears game is at home, and they, the Panthers game is on the road. But I mean, it's the Panthers, so mm, you know. Fair. And by the way, that Packers game is the last game of the season. That's late January, so you, you know the Packers can't play in, uh, in their <laughs> time of year. So that's Might, hate. Uh, that's hate. I'm fine. You're praying for snow yeah. over there. Mm. Um, Speaking of the Panthers, we're moving on to the Steelers and the Panthers. God, Jesus Christ, these games are terrible. Do I really have to read these? Clayton, how do you read all these games? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mitch Trubisky did not meet, reach, reach the uh, Brandon Barr. Najee Harris, uh, 24 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, 10 catches, 98 yards. I mean, you know, that's about it over there for the Steelers. Sam Darnold, he did make the Brandon Barr. Good for you. 14 for 23, 225 yards and a touchdown. Uh, their run game was abysmal. Nothing to talk about there. I mean, DJ Moore, 5 for 73 and a touchdown. Does that do anything for anybody? Anybody have him on their fantasy team? No. No, really. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to keep this moving. Boy, man, we could really shave a lot of time on this podcast if we just maybe just dump this segment all together. Pick like three <laughs> games. The three games that are good each week. I mean, this is this is rough. Oh, this was fantastic. How about the Cowboys and the Jaguars? Did anybody see this? That was a good game. That was a good game. I, Jag- I, had, I had Jaguars winning that game, and they, they pulled it through. I got a little nervous, but they, they pulled it through. A little comeback. They made a comeback here in this one. Dak Prescott. Now, I'm going to tell you all, all right? I'm going to read these numbers to you on Dak Prescott. And I want you to be careful. If you think, you listeners out there, if you think he played well, he did not. Okay, there used to be a show back in the day, Michael Smith. Numbers never lie. That show got canceled. You know why? Because sometimes the numbers lie. 23 <laughs> for 30, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, including the walk-off pick six in overtime caught by Ray Sean Jenkins, the former Miami Hurricane. Yes, I dropped a Hurricanes uh, reference on here. Why? Because Clayton's not on the show to stop me. Boom. Sorry, buddy. You don't like it? Don't go to Orlando. Don't know what to tell you. I didn't say where uh, he went. The- well, I did. Who cares? <laughs> who's, who's going after Clayton? Who wants him? Come on. We don't man. know. He could have beef. You know, we don't know what's going on. Beef just, with who? You never know. You never know. He ain't got beef with nobody. All right. Continue. Continue. Stay on track. Stay on track. Tony Pollard, 19 carries, 75 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, he had a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, 7 for 126. Noah Brown, 6 for 49 with two touchdowns. Um, Trevor Lawrence was phenomenal in this game. Might be turning the corner. Um, I might need to see it. He's been playing well the last few weeks. Let me, uh, let's watch the finish here before I, I come around and making any, uh, any proclamations. But 27 for 42. 318 yards through the air, four touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Travis Etienne, 19 carries for 103. Zay Jones, six catches for 109 and three touchdowns. And uh, I believe it was uh, Clayton who came after uh, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk yes. on the uh, Thursday. Yes, it was. Well, uh, Christian Kirk had six catches for 92 yards. So, um, he heard you, Clayton. Did not was not a fan of your uh, your comments. Um, the Chiefs and the Texans. This game went to overtime. I couldn't believe this. You know, you know the Chiefs were favored by uh, fourteen. Yes, they yeah. were. Yeah, didn't go did. that way. Took the Texans out, uh, so I was right. I I have to assume it. I didn't really watch this game, but I have to assume. The defense was just not getting it done because this Chiefs offense, I mean, don't really see a whole lot of we stop them there. If you had a Chiefs player on your fantasy team, you probably did well. 
because Patrick Mahomes was 36 of 41 for 336 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, 15 carries for 86 yards. Jarek McKinnon, 10 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes added 33 rushing yards and a touchdown. Even Sky Moore got in on it with 12 rushing yards. Uh, on the receiving side of the ball, Travis Kelsey, 10 catches for 105. Juju, another 10 catches on his by, by himself for 88 yards. Jarek McKinnon had eight catches and 70 yards for a touchdown. Uh, your boy Robert Marquez Valdez-Scantling. My guy. Three catches for 26, but he did score a touchdown as well. So, oh, hold on. oh God, I see what happened here. Juju had a fumble. And so did Isaac. Fufu? Fufu Schuster? Hmm. Interesting. And moving on now for the Texans. Ah, uh, tragic. Davis Jar Jar Binks did not uh, did not reach the Brandon Bar, unfortunately. And there is how the hell did the Texans set this game to overtime? There is not a soul on here worth mentioning. They must have had like a defensive touchdown or something. What the hell happened here? This is crazy. I can't believe this. Davis Mills had 121 yards. Their leading rusher, 51 rushing yards. Leading receiver, 42. How the hell did the game went overtime? Jeez. Oh God, this one. Do we really have? Do we really? Do I need to read the the, the Broncos and the Cardinals? Um. No, we can skip that. I'm not gonna lie. Can just we? skip that. Look, I'm not gonna hold you. Just skip that. Those are two meaningless teams with backup quarterbacks. I don't care. Hey, well the Broncos scored more than uh, 16 points though. But now we're Russell. Yeah, Wilson. about without Russell Wilson, yeah. The quarterback. So, yeah. do you even know the name of their backup, Kalu? Well, I'll give you Kalu. I have a dollar. I have a dollar for you right now. If you can name me the backup of the, of the uh, Broncos. Well, I have ESPN pulled up right now, so I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> oh, all right. Can you all pronounce right, it I'm, correctly? I, 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 I'm out here being honest. Yeah, you said I'm cheating. Can you pronounce it correctly? That's the real. That's the real question. I can see the name. Ripen. Brett Ripen. Ripen. All right. I believe it's actually Ripen. Ripen. Oh, give me a break. Rip it real good. There you go. Hey yo. Wait, what? What? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's not. That wasn't crazy. All right, whatever. I'm not doing that. That wasn't crazy. I just don't like the sound of it. I don't that know. wasn't crazy. Whatever. Go ahead. Move on to the next game. I'm not. I'm not caring about. It. Both these teams are four and ten. I don't care. Anybody who's a Cardinals. Oh, Edwin's a Cardinals fan. But sorry, Edwin. Apologies. Your team should play better. Next. Oh, the only thing I'm noting that game is the Cardinals are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Um, but Broncos are still holding on. Or they've already been eliminated. They should have already been eliminated. They're in the AFC. Yeah. Already eliminated. Who cares, man? Okay. There's no reason to talk about them. We already spent time on that game. The Titans and the Chargers. This game was obscenely boring. Um, 14-17, Chargers got the win. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got hurt. Um, he had he got carted off. I think it was like a foot injury. Wait, he, had, he got hurt twice? Because I remember he got hurt the first time. And then he came back in the game. I don't. I didn't watch this game. Maybe he did. Who knows? He came, I, I thought he came, No, I think he came back in the game. I mean, I didn't see the the last end of it. Um, the last part I saw, I think he he was still in the game, and they were only down. They were down fourteen to seven. Um, but that's 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 kind of sad to hear. Um, if if he's if he got hurt twice, um, and also now Tennessee, uh, you know the Jags are not that far from them now. Oh no, I believe. They are tied seven. They're both seven and seven, I believe. No, I think. No, I think the. Let me see. No, the, J- the Jags are six and eight. They're a game back. Game back. All right. Yeah. Well, it's crazy that we just did a uh, episode talking about replacing Tannehill <laughs> at quarterback, and they just might have to now. Wow. Uh, well, Malik Willis can't throw, so well, that's kind of Malik a Willis. Uh, well, he was three for four for twenty yards. That, what that bar that? would that even make? That's not well, even like a baby bar. That's not even like when you do like you're lifting and you don't even put any weights on. That's not even that bar. It, de- it depends on what time you came into the game, though. That's true. That's true. Might have been too late. I don't know. I don't. I see. I've seen him play. But, I've seen him but, start uh, the game. I'm cool. For those of you, for those of you, Justin Herbert fans out there, he oh, is okay. Calm. This, this better be a positive. Career. This better so be positive. If he can, if he can uh, win 
his next game, he yes. will for the first time in his, in his career. Illustrious yeah. career. And they have a Monday night game against the fighting Jeff Saturdays, who just blew a 33-point lead to the Vikings. <laughs> so it's looking good. Looking good. Uh, God, I totally forgot about those games. I just, like, totally took over them. That's crazy. It was a great game. Uh, the Patriots and the Raiders, this game was pretty insane. Yes. I have no idea if any of you caught it. But uh, I did to the end. Reminder, Stevenson gets the ball up the middle, probably runs it for about 25, 30 yards, does the old lateral. Game tied, by the way, 24 all. A uh, couple laterals gets to Jacoby Myers, and he apparently had money on this game because he threw it right to Chandler Jones, who proceeded to truck the hell out of Mac Jones and uh, take it 48 yards for the game-winning touchdown in regulation. Couldn't believe it. Um, anybody have anything on that game? Do we have to? Um, that game I might mean, send Bill Belichick into retirement. He might be like, I've seen enough. <laughs> Between that and the block punt, that that just literally because they literally just let the guy rush straight to the punter, like no, like I think Jabril Peppers was supposed to block him, just didn't pick up the assignment. This might, this might literally stuff like that. You know, that'll send that'll send Bill Belichick to an early grave. He can't, he take, can't take stand some for years that. off, take some years off your life for real, bro. Like he might have to go call Tom, and be like, oh man, we gotta get because he also, by the way, too, Mac Jones a little a little zesty over there in New England. He be he be he be chatting at people. He be going he be going off at the coordinator, the receivers. Looks very frustrated. If Matt Patricia was your offensive coordinator, you might be going in two. I'm just saying, if, if like Tom Brady goes back there next year, which nobody's talking about as a possibility, but I think it might be a chance. I don't think we'll be complaining about Matt Patricia. Just saying. No, he won't because I mean, Matt Patricia won't be his offensive coordinator. That is also true. Okay, what were you trying? What were you about to say, Kalu? You seem shocked that I said. No, I was gonna say you. What, what do you mean you're not gonna go off on him? Have you seen Tom Brady lately? He be cussing everybody out. I ain't seen him talk spicy to Byron Leftwich like that. I think I don't think he's talking. Yeah, I don't think on, he played with Byron like that. You, you can't be talking to the brothers like that. You know how that goes. <laughs> come on now. He only yell at the offensive lineman. <laughs> oh well, speaking of yeah, speaking um, of Tom Brady, go ahead, Brady. The Bengals and the Buccaneers. The Bengals, the well, the Buccaneers were up seventeen nothing in this game. I believe it was was it like seven twenty to three at one point. It was seventeen to zip, I think, at one point, or seventeen to three. And the Bengals ran off thirty one consecutive points in the second half with help from the Buccaneers, who contributed four turnovers and a turnover on downs, which does not officially count as a turnover. Um. Goodness gracious. I mean, this was rough to watch. Tom Brady, I mean, he had one interception that wasn't really his fault. He got sacked and the ball kind of like popped up in the air. But he had, he had like a handoff he was trying to give to Leonard Burnett. That thing just slipped right out his hand. That was pretty gross. All of these turnovers, by the way, were the entire like third quarter was played on the Buccaneers side of the field because they kept turning the ball over on the 25 yard line. Um, but as for the stats, Joe Burrow, 200 passing yards right at the Brandon Bar. Four touchdowns and an interception. Oof, nothing to speak of in the rushing game. I mean, nothing no, they really. They ain't the ball that So we're going to go ahead and skip over that. Tom Brady, 30 of 44, 312 yards. The first time all year somebody has thrown 300 yards on the Bengals defense. Um, he had three touchdowns along with those two interceptions I had mentioned. Um, not a soul to talk about in the rushing game. I mean, Chris Godwin, eight for 83 and a touchdown. Some of you might have him on your team. Mike Evans, is he still like fantasy relevant now? Because I can't be, I'll be honest with you, don't really hear his name much on Sundays. But he had five catches for 83. Russell Gage, 59 yards, two touchdowns, eight catches. Tom Brady had two fumbles, two of them lost. I mean, yeah, this game, tough to watch. I'm not going to Thursday. Are you going to do the Thursday night game? Not really. But, like, can I you, don't have, you, you can, but you don't have to. It's like, uh, okay, great. 
I'm going to skip it. Thank you. Let's, oh, oh, God, Ravens and the Browns. They're skipping that one, too. <laughs> um, I mean, the uh, let's do the, the Vikings and the Colts. This game, Robert, you and I were on the phone when the Colts were up, like, 23 nothing. Couldn't believe it. Uh, they went up as much as was the 33 nothing, I believe. Yes. At one point. And then Matt Ryan did what Matt Ryan does. Wait, wait, wait. Blows. We're blaming this on Matt Ryan? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you are you running this segment or am I? <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, sir. Sorry. Go ahead. So sorry. As I was saying, Matt Ryan did as Matt Ryan does. And that is preside over really, really, really big collapses. I mean, I can't believe this. They were outscored 39-3. to three For, I believe that was just in the second half. Yeah. 39-3 to three in the second half of this game. Embarrassing. I believe, are you, are you going to not blame Matt Ryan for this, Robert? I'm just saying, look, this is always my take personally. If I put up 30, if we're at 33 points at the, at a, some point in the game, what, like by halftime or whatever, as long as I don't turn over the ball, I've done my job. Your defense should be able for like the rest of the game, be able to not give up 33 points to a team that was offensively struggling. Like it can't be that hard. So, so what you're telling me is Matt Ryan put up those 33 points in the first half and said he's going home early, clocking out? As a team loss, if I put up 30, it, to me, as an offense, if you put up 30 points, you've done your job. At that point, it's on your defense. Your defense should not be giving I'm, up 30 points. I I'm, might I'm, I'm be with Robert on this one. Like, dog, y'all couldn't stop them for, for a couple minutes, yo? Like, man, you could, you, nothing? Absolutely nothing. I mean, I see, I feel you where you're coming from. I mean, 39, nothing, giving up 39 points in a half. Well, 36 and a half, they gave us the field goal in overtime. 36 points and a half is, is pretty nasty. But, I mean. You went to halftime up 33 to zip. Like, that's literally, you, could, you couldn't you, give me you anything could, else. You couldn't give me a, a Tony Sperano field goal. And I, gave, and I gave you, like, I gave you a field goal. So, I go up 33 zip, and I at least give you one more scoring play. You're up 30, I give you 36 points. You should not let another team score more than 36 points to you in a game. Well, in a half, Robert, really in a half. Yeah, I was going to say, in a game, that's that's bad to begin with. But in a half, you give up that many points? That's ridiculous. Geez. Come on now. That's embarrassing. Listen, listen. I'm with, look, first things first. Robert, your entire argument is is like over, bro. I'm about to end your argument right now. Khalil, get ready to hop back on over here. Because <laughs> the Matt, Matt Ryan and his offense did not put up 30 points. In fact, the Colts' defense put up a defensive touchdown on a 24-yard block punt return, and they had a 17-yard pick six pick return. Six. Oh, I do remember that. Ah, shit. That so doesn't matter. You're still up 33 14, to zip. 14 of the 36 was put up. By but the defense. That's more of an indictment on defense, though. If you were able to do that and score that many times, but then, and then in the second half you couldn't stop anything, that's crazy. Ah, uh, brother, I'm not, not, not with you. I'm not giving you that one. The defense gave you 14 points. For, Maybe, them, hey, look. for them to win this game, they would have to put up 40 <laughs> points as a team. That's Khalil. a little excessive. Khalil. That's a little excessive. Khalil. You're going to give Matt Ryan a pass for 19 of 33 for 182 yards and one touchdown. You're going to give him a pass for that? QBR is 31.6, by the way. You're going to let him skate? That stat line is still better than, like, half the quarterbacks that played on Sunday. But, I mean, I get it. You're that right. You're right. He could have played He could have played better. But I'm saying, if your defense was able to do that, score twice, and then in the second half, all of a sudden, don't know what the hell they're doing out there? I mean, man, I don't know. And on top of that, you're up 30, you're up 33 zip. You know, you, know what the, you know what the Colts like to do. They're going to just run the ball. Like they're not they're not an aerial offense. They're not going vertical on you. They're just gonna run the ball and run out the clock. That should be good enough. Maybe maybe the maybe the Colts defense got comfortable. That could be something that happened there and they were just like, all right, we're not gonna really push it too much. But like 
that's an offense thing. Offenses are the ones who are able to slack off a little bit, and like if they got the lead. Defenses, you're not supposed to let up. You, you got to be on your job all the time. Then you wind up with shit like this happening, where you give up, you know, 30-plus points in the second half for no reason. Well, I, I mean, know. honestly, I imagine that coach locker room was looking like the Spider-Man meme, where everybody's pointing at each other, because you can kind of blame it. Was pointing, I knew what he was pointing yeah. at. He was pointing at Jeff Saturday. That's what he was pointing at. <laughs> I know I know who this one is. Uh moving on the uh Bills and the Dolphins probably I I don't, I don't know about the best game maybe that Vikings game was a, maybe some might say it's better but this was definitely the most competitive game the uh hardest fought game of the the week the Bills take this game at the buzzer with a field goal from Tyler Bass, I think it was what forty yards, correct? If I'm right, no, it was less than that. It was like a like a twenty five yard field goal. Um, I, I Khalil, I'll, I'll throw it over to you because you uh, you started with some thoughts on this one uh, as we started the show. You care to elaborate or anything you'd like to add? Uh, nothing additionally. Honestly, like I said, I'm I'm happy with the way they played because going into it. Even before the season started, like when we were looking at the schedule, we were like, oh, man, that game in Buffalo late in the season, that could be, you know, a potential issue. And everybody thought, like, he was going to go over there and get smoked. Um, I think I think we played well. We had a chance to, to win. A couple of calls didn't go our way, which I think was unfortunate because those, those uh, passing interference calls, that, that, that shit was insane. I don't know how they didn't call any of those. But um, I'm not too I'm – not, I'm not, I was upset when we first initially lost. But if we could play like this, um, come playoff time, I think I, I like our chances. I'm not really worried about like I, like I said before the season started. I was like, I was, the, the Bills don't scare me. They got to they got to show me something else, and I'm still not terrified of this team. So, um, defense needs to play a little bit better. But we've been hurt, banged up pretty bad on the defense um, defensive side. So, it is what it is. But um, ultimately, I'm satisfied with uh, the way they performed. Robert, do you have anything? I just want to say this. This is directed to um, one person. I'm just, and I'm here. This is my Christmas wish. This is what I want. Byron Jones, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> falling on my knees at the altar. I'm standing in the need. I need you to come back. Love Cater Kohu. Do love him. He's a rookie. He has some promise. But he ain't it like that right now. He played well. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not calling. Cater ain't the reason why. I was not done. I was not done. I was not done. Okay. Cater okay. Kohu, he was he played well. Of course, unfortunately, that pass interference is basically what ended up being the game. Because if they if he the probably only, doesn't the do only it, PI they called all day. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Ain't that ain't that how it is? But. X, he ain't got it this year. He playing on like two quad injuries. He just don't got it. I don't even know if he's really. I feel like he should probably sit out a game or two, even at this point. Especially like next week, they're playing like the Packers. Like, come on. Um, but Byron, come on, bro, come on. I don't like they didn't play Eric Rowe last night, and then I thought that'd be fine. But then I'm watching Javon Holland give up a a touchdown to a tight end that I've never even heard of. That just broke my heart. Like Duke Riley's out there doing Duke Riley stuff. I don't even know. Missing assignments, Landon Roberts should not be on the field in in passing downs. <laughs> I'm desperate, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm desperate, okay. If it was up to me, I go call Joe. If Byron Jones was even available, I call Joe Hayden right now and be like, "Yo, what's up? What, what, what's happening? I need I need help. I need something. Like I can't get another safety. Like we've been going the whole year. You do realize, like no matter who they play offensively, every offense has a good has a good week against them. Everybody. The Chargers look good against them. I see the Chargers. We, they they had like a mediocre offense against the Titans. The Titans don't even have a good defense. They're pat. That's true. Their secondary is hot garbage. So Byron Jones, please, for a young black man, please. I just want my team to win a playoff game. Some people wait a lifetime. I just need this one time. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Just get on the field, dog. Just get on the field. It can't be that bad. Please. I'm with you on that one because by it was like it was like week it was literally it was like week five they were saying yo he's on the field suited up like you know he's doing uh, pre warm ups and stuff like that he's ready to go and then that was the end of it 
never seen him after that. You know what this reminds me of? You ever heard you you heard you heard Donda, right? Yeah. You heard Jesus Lord on the end where Larry Larry Hoover Jr. keeps saying they said he'd be out at this point, but he still didn't <laughs> come out. That's how I feel about Byron Jones. They said you'd be back after week. They said you'd be ready by training camp, but you weren't there. They said you'd be ready at the end of the first four weeks, but you still weren't there. They said you'd be back by the bye, but you still haven't been there. Hell, they said you'd be back by the end of the L.A. trip, but you're still not here. Please, Byron. Please, I'm begging you. Come on home. Come on home, bro. Come on home. Tragic this isn't being recorded because that would have made a fantastic clip. Uh, for TikTok. Um, I mean, I can't believe you gave that entire speech and you let Keon Carson slide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just terrible. Keon was dealing with a injury. He shouldn't even been on the field, so I'm leaving him alone. I'm just not gonna. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention him or Noah. I couldn't get to everybody, but that that just mm-hmm. that just makes that just makes my point. We're desperate. Mm-hmm. Desperate, okay. standing in the need. Um, my only thing on this game, uh, well, I, I guess I'm not going to read the stats. Who cares? Josh Allen had a big game. If you had Waddle, probably did well. If you had Tyreek, he probably did well. Um, Mike McDaniel, you were the run game coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. You're lauded for your brilliant schemes and blocking your blocking schemes your your outside zone execution can we can we run the ball a little bit more I mean you're pretty balanced in this game I won't lie Tua had 30 passing attempts team had 25 rushing attempts but um, the first half of this game Raheem Mostert had 11 carries for 108 yards in the second half, I believe he had it was like six carries for like thirty some yards for the game. Twenty five carries, one hundred eighty eight yards. That's seven and a half yards a pop. Please, please, please. Let's run the ball a little bit more, so we can hit those big play actions over the middle. That's all I have to say. Um, and then, uh, what's this, the Sunday night game? The Sunday night game, we're not going to, I mean, it's you really want to talk uh, about it. Commanders. The Giants and the Commanders. Yeah. I, I hope for a tie again. Has two um, teams ever tied twice in a season? I don't know. This might be, this might be the, the two teams to do it. They might want to do, it might be a little, little wink, wink, you know, unlike, uh, like idiot last year. Um, Brandon, uh, what was his name? The, the Chargers coach? Staley. Yeah. Could have had the tie and got to the playoffs, but you know, got a little greedy. Yeah, maybe maybe the Riverboat Ron and uh, what's what, uh Brian Dable? Maybe they know what's up if they because if they tie, they both can still make the playoffs. So we'll see. And I know you don't want to talk about that Monday night game. Yeah, I mean Rams Packers. I think we can skip that. We can skip that. Okay, so that was the recap. Before you, re- oh, we're not gonna wrap the show anyway. But let me just give y'all the playoff picture right now. At least a wild card. But in the AFC, in the 5, 6, and 7 right now, it's Baltimore, the Chargers, and Miami. Then after that, on the outside looking in, it's New England, Jacksonville, and the Jets. Um, and I guess technically still the Raiders because they're 6 and 8. Oh, and those are, actually, there's a lot of 6 and 8 teams. Cleveland, um, Pittsburgh. So, okay, I'm going to give you the team. And you're gonna tell me if they still if they still have a chance, is it realistic or we should probably not even consider them for the playoffs? Uh okay, I'm gonna start with the with the Steelers. Can they make the playoffs? Do they still have a chance to make the playoffs? Like legit like a legit chance to make playoffs. Obviously they would have to a lot of things have to go in their way. No. Okay. No. Okay. Cleveland. Hell no. Not not no. Okay. Uh no, I'm sorry. No. No. Okay, so we're limiting those two. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders? No. Robert, ask some serious questions, though. 
They just won. Look, they're six and eight. Saying, the Raiders, they're six know. and eight, and there's three games left. Like things can happen. We this is the NFL. Like I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not crazy. Um, okay, Jacksonville. I don't think we would be speaking of them for a wild card per se, but they but we do think there's a chance they can they can catch Tennessee, correct? I do think they can, especially uh, because they started to play better. Okay. Trying to give that back. Okay, so you're not you don't believe in Tennessee. Okay, all right, and then the last. Okay, so then here we go. Since you said be serious, the Jets. They're seven and seven. Yeah, um, they're behind New I England now. Have, oh, they are. Oh boy. Um, I think they have a chance. I do think they they need to they need to figure out um what they're doing at quarterback. Um, they need to pick some. I mean, I, I know Mike White was hurt, so that's why he didn't play. Um, but whether if he, I assume if he's healthy next week to go, they just need to. If it's Zach Wilson, then ride with Zach Wilson. If it's Mike White, ride with Mike White. But they got to pick somebody and uh, get some stability because they uh, they're going through a rough patch right now. Um, that defense is playing well. They've been uh, keeping them in a lot of games and. And uh, helping them out big time, but they're gonna have to. Uh, I, b- I believe they have to. They still have a game with Miami. Um, I, do they play the Bills again? I believe they have one more game against the Bills. Who the Jets? Yeah, they do not. They do they not. Have, so they have been... Jacksonville next week. Then they're at Seattle, and then they finish up down here in Miami. Oh well, actually, that's a pretty favorable schedule, to be honest with you. Okay, so you think they can win two out of the next three? I'm not sure nine and eight is enough. Though. I don't know if they're going to beat Jacksonville. It's a Thursday night uh, game. Jacksonville is going to be a tough one, but I mean, even if even if they do, I mean, I think I think Miami probably beats them, and then you know, just uh, just nine and eight get you in. I don't know. I think they're going to need at least ten. Yeah, I think ten ten wouldn't get you into the playoffs, and I don't I don't see and, them getting to ten. And, and I think. And I'll be honest, meeting ten is kind of like saying somebody has like somebody else, like maybe like maybe a Miami, uh, the Chargers, like one of those teams, Baltimore maybe since Lamar Jackson's out, uh, somebody's gonna have to have like some sort of epic collapse in the finish because I, I really think it'll be eleven. That's what you're gonna need to get in. I mean, Baltimore's nine and five, so they literally might just have to win one more game to make it to the playoffs. Because even now they they still technically have a chance at winning their division. Um, they're remaining. I believe their season ends in the Cincinnati, right? Yes, they play the Falcons next week at home. That should be a winnable game, even no matter who the hell's starting. They play the Steelers at home. That's probably a tough game, obviously for them as they just lost and to last week. And then they, like I said, they they play Cincinnati on the road. So, and Cincinnati probably is going to play that game, unless I don't think anything's locked up yet for them. They they're they so that's definitely they still probably are gonna make the playoffs. Um, Khalil, how about the Patriots? Yep. They're seven and seven. <clears throat> um no, I don't like it. Uh not feeling, you don't think Mac Jones can not really Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Come on up. Who? What, what are you doing? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. No, I don't I mean I can't even give you a legitimate explanation. I just don't think they got I don't think they got it in them really to really win it. Uh, definitely not with Mac Jones and that both is be pulled today. Um, yeah, I mean, if I could see who they have to play to finish it off, maybe. You don't, you don't, you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. I'm looking at the schedule next right week, now. Hold next on. week, it's it's Cincinnati Buffalo. at home. Then, then, oh, then oh, yeah. Miami and then Buffalo. They're not, they no might shot. lose all those no games. Shot. Yeah. They no might, shot. Might finish with a losing record. Um, doesn't happen a lot for Bill Belichick. All right, and then lastly, I'm pretty sure we both we all think the Chargers should get in, even though they haven't played like they've been up and down for most of the year, and maybe as they get a little more healthier, they play the Colts next week. Oh yeah, they should get in. This is a cakewalk for them. They got the Colts next week, the Rams, and then the Broncos. Oh, that's oh, easy money. Oh, that's oh easy. wow! Congratulations <laughs> on making the playoffs. 
congratulations to Justin Herbert for being over 500 for the first time in your career. Yeah, because there's no way they're losing. I'd be surprised they lose any of these games. All these teams are like four or nine, four, four, have only four wins. That's pretty, that's a great way to end the year. All right, let's move on to the NFC real quick. Um, this one's a right. little bit easier because honestly, anything else? There's not really a lot of team. There's not really a lot of teams in the NFC. Um, we have Dallas is ten and four. We I think we all say they're probably a lock to make it. Correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's where mm-hmm. it gets. Here's where it's gonna probably get interesting between these four teams because I'm because Green Bay's five and eight, but I don't think they're making it. Even if they win tonight, uh, tomorrow night, I don't think they're gonna make it. Um, Washington seven and five. Giants are seven and five. You know they play each other tonight. But the last two teams also, the Seahawks are seven and seven, and the Detroit Lions are seven and seven. Is it a possibility that Ooh. the Seahawks or the Lions can take that last front, that last playoff spot from either Washington or the Giants? Well, the key here is that the Washington and the Giants have that tie. Yes. So, so that's one less loss. Yes, so there's one. There, there, there's two less losses currently. Uh, now the team that loses the Sunday night game, they'll have one less loss. Um, I'll be honest with you, that tie kind of complicates it. I think both those teams. Uh, what, what are those? What's the schedule looking like um, after tonight? For, for who, who do you want? Okay, for Washington, they play Cleveland next week at home. They should win that game, and then the last week they play Dallas, who probably is going to be locked into that um, position. So it wouldn't probably they might rest, and they're on the road against Washington. So Washington has a chance of finishing out. Oh, I said this. Oh no, hold on. Next week, next week they actually play the Forty ers on the road. That's probably a loss. Yeah. So that's probably a loss, but the last two games are winnable games for them. Browns at home and Dallas at home. The Giants, the Giants have the Vikings next week at on the road. That's probably a loss. But then look, they'll play the Colts at home, not a good team, and then they finish up the year on the road in Philly. But we probably are a hundred percent sure Philly's not going to play anybody. Oh, yeah. Philly probably they don't play anybody for the rest of the year if they don't want to. Yeah, so um, that's two wins, guaranteed. Probably most likely. So this, they might honestly, both teams might might still make the playoffs. I think both teams might get in. Um, I I do think I do think the Colts can trip can trip somebody up. They're not a good team. I don't think they're a good team at all. But I don't know, man. I feel like you know, you, you, that's a, you come in there, you, you know, it might be one of those letdown games there. Um, but uh, yeah, but both those teams should get in. But it, as far as the other two of all the teams, I would really like to see the Lions get in. They're a fun team to watch. So you can see, really, so you can I, see I, Dan Campbell cry when he finds out his team made the playoffs. Don't be hating out here, brother. Listen, I've watched. I told you. I said it on the Thursday podcast. I've watched, especially recently, for whatever reason, I, I guess the, the CBS Fox, they keep giving us the Lions games. Um, so I've, I've watched them play a lot, particularly over the last, like, six, seven weeks. I've probably seen them play, like, four or five times. Um, they're a good team, and they're kind of fun to watch. So I really – I would like to see them get in. Um, they'll probably get dismantled by – well, it wouldn't be the Eagles. It would be – they might play the Vikings, and they could probably win that. But um, yeah, they're just a good team, and they're fun to watch. So that's just my uh, my my uh, take there. Okay, um, Khalil, do you think your man, the pride of Miramar, do you think he makes the playoffs? Yes or no? Uh, I don't it was know. Looking man. like his year, you know. Shaky. Yeah. Um, they were looking really good, but then it got real shaky towards the end of it. Um, let me see what the rest of their schedule is looking like. Oh, my God. They play the Chiefs. Okay, so they play the Chiefs. That's going to be a loss mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. But they play the Jets, which, I mean, they're, they're at not home. at home. They could, they they could win probably that win that game. Mm-hmm. And I think they could beat the Rams, too. Um, but that only gets you to, what, uh, nine wins? Nine and, nine and eight? That's probably not going to get you in the playoffs. 
Not, not, yeah, not you're, bet, you're betting on yeah, say you're betting on Washington or the or the Giants have a collapse. I don't know if they will necessarily. I yeah, I think I think they uh they lose to the Chiefs, they win the next uh they win the Jets, they win against the Rams, um, but there's just not enough to get in. So it's gonna be like a a semi Cinderella story, but just a couple of questionable losses that we shouldn't have had is kinda what derailed them, so I don't think they're gonna make it. All right, all right. So that's the NFL. I guess we'll we'll be keeping up with it weekly as we get closer to the season finale. But it's that time of the show. It's final thoughts, but it's a different edition, obviously, because the World Cup did happen. Well, by the time you're listening to this, it happened yesterday, but it's today for us. Um, there, I did see. You know, everybody was happy for Messi. You know, everybody's ready to crown him. The greatest soccer player ever to ever live. So, first Khalil, go ahead, go ahead, right. go ahead, take it away. There yeah, let, no, I'll clear ready. out. Let go ahead. There is no ready to be crowned. He has been crowned. He is the king. This episode will be titled King Leo. Okay, all right. Let me let me just get that out of the way there, Robert. Um, that game. I don't know, Khalil. I don't know if you watch the World Cup. Like, I, I watched I, it from start to finish. I meant like in previous years, or is this your first? Oh, year? Uh, I've watched the last two World Cups, at least on um, for the knockout stages. Okay, well, the last year's World Cup uh, final was France and Croatia. That was an all-time game. Um, but this game was far better. I mean, they get Argentina goes up, dream start. Early penalty, Messi puts it away. Di Maria, a lovely worked goal uh, to go up 2 nothing, And then Killian Mbappe mm. in the 80th minute. Straps up his Tims. Puts on the old hard hat. Gets two goals in two minutes to bring France level. And I really, really feel bad for him. They, uh, Argentina gets a late goal. And, oh, I mean, he gets the hat trick. It was an all-time performance. All-time performance in Kylian Mbappe. Deserving, absolutely deserving of not just a World Cup, but back-to-back World Cups for what would have been the first time since 1966. And he is undoubtedly the best player in soccer right now. Um, And the only thing I'll have to say, he is 23, by the way. He turns 24, I think, in like two days. Um, He, can you hear my damn dog? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear, we can hear your dog. Yeah, we can hear we can hear, we can hear Butler. Yeah. Shout out to Butler. Making an appearance. The second dog to be the second dog to be on the show. Besides Max. Max got some competition. Khalil, while he's uh yeah. talking to Butler, what did you think of the games? I... Oh no, it was definitely one of those <clears throat> you know how people always say like, Oh, this is the greatest game to ever happen. Yes. Like, it's definitely one of those candidates, and it's, like, legitimate. Like, it was – like, you thought it was over. Like, you know, Argentina's up 2-0. You know, it's like like Brendan said, it was, like, you know, 75th minute, and I'm kind of just like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing laundry. I'm getting my food together. And then I come back, and then I see Mbappe hit the first uh, penalty kick, and I'm like, damn, okay, 2-1. But, you know, it's still kind of over. They're making their substitutions. Everybody's – like, the Argentina um, fans and stuff are already crying and stuff. They think it's over. And then Mbappe comes back and scores again. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was, it was, it was. That's one thing about um, about the World Cup is, like, usually the final and the later knockout stages, they usually don't disappoint. Like, they're usually always really good. Um, but, no, nah, this game was absolutely amazing. This is uh, as good as it gets, for sure. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you and all the soccer fans enjoyed the game as it. Went you should over. really get into soccer. I, it's really. I tried. I really have tried. You know, my family. You know, they they love soccer. You know, Jamaicans and they just love soccer. I just can't do low scoring sports. That's just it's just a problem for me. 
listen, I'm the like thing a... about the thing about soccer is like, and again, that's a perfect example. A game like that, two nothing, because the mentality from somebody like you. If you watch soccer, you don't feel this way. But if you don't watch soccer, you're like two nothing. Oh, that game's over. Like it's a low scoring. They're not going to score. Yeah. All, and when you're up two nothing, that's not really the that that's not a big lead. Being up two nothing would be like being up by six in basketball. Um, and especially the way soccer goes, you get one, uh, you get one goal. I don't think there's a single sport that where momentum swings so dramatically um, than soccer. I mean, if you're down down two nothing, one goal, and all of a sudden the fans. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, a lot of it has to do with the fans. Uh, soccer. Uh, while I have a lot to say, and I had a lot to say last week about fans um, in England, uh, in particular last week, but uh, a lot of fans in, in Europe in general, um, I have a lot to say about them and, and, and the way they comport themselves with uh, some of their players, but the fans, they're as passionate as it gets in sports. And they're, those, are, those arenas, those stadiums, they get loud. And those fans really, really carry their team very often. Um, so you should—I I, mean—I mean, dude, you got to get into it. You do, because—and and and now would be the time, man. Because what you're, what we're gonna witness right now. Let me let me read to you some stuff here. Kylian Mbappe is 23 years old. He has 12 World Cup goals in his last 14 games. It's two, the last two World Cups. Do you know how many goals Messi has? He's played in five. How many? Messi has, Messi has 13 World Cup goals. Wow, that's, that's a big disparity. That kid's on pace. Kylian Mbappe had the most goals in this tournament with eight the highest total in a World Cup since Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, in 2002, not Cristiano. Um, Quick question. What's the um, what's the record for most goals in a World Cup by a player? What's the all-time record? By yeah, like who has, the, who has the most goals as a player all-time in the World Cup? In in like a, a, a single World Cup? No, just all-time. Like they played in continuous, time? yes. I believe it's a. Um, I know his last name. I forget his first name. I believe it is. He was a German striker. Um, his last name is Klosa. Okay. Uh, he has. I believe it was fifteen. Yeah. How many? Um, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. That's all time record. Yeah. The yeah, it's uh, Miroslav Klose. Miroslav, that's his name. Sixteen like goals. That he got yeah. his whole his whole run at the World Cup was sixteen. And yeah. he went to yeah, he went to four, four of them. Oh, so this this four. kid's gonna shatter it by by the next one. Yes, it looks that way. Oh, uh, I guess he's one of them. Kylian Mbappe. Um, Who he play for? Paris Saint Germain, uh, PSG. Um, oh, play PSG. All right, I'm a, all right. Killing Mbappe. You need to go to a bigger club than PSG. PSG is not necessarily a small club. It is, in fact, one of the most wealthy clubs in the world. I believe they're owned by the Saudis or the, or Dubai. No, they're owned by Dubai. Um, so they have boatloads of money. They gave him boatload of money to stay this summer. Um, but you need a bigger club with a bigger profile. Um. I would suggest Real Madrid. I'm a Manchester United fan. I would love to have you at Manchester United, one of the biggest. Hey, uh, hey Chelsea's open, Robert. If you're if you're looking, Chelsea right is there. not one of the biggest clubs in the world in that way. Not on. I'm just I'm just saying I'm there, brother. Yeah, I mean, well, Chelsea. Uh, it's uh, they've had some struggles. We'll put it that way. No, trust me, I know. Not looking so good under the new manager. Yeah, they got some new ownership, right? Yeah, the uh, Boldies. I believe he's the guy that owns the Cubs. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard you know, uh, some things had to change. And yeah, they they had their manager. They fired him, but they got a new guy. But uh, it's not hasn't really been not been going terribly but it hasn't been going as great as it was um anyway as i was going to say messi you are the greatest player of all time you've cemented that today your resume includes a world cup seven ballon d'ors for those of you that don't know that is the basically the mvp you're the best player in the world um two-time fifa men's player of the year 22 times the top goal scorer 10 times player of the year. He's won a Copa America, which is the best team in South America, the equivalent of the Euros, um, the, the European Championships. He's a four-time Champions League winner, uh, which is the biggest tournament in club soccer, and a one-time Olympic gold medalist. Hell of a resume, but Kylian Mbappe by the time he is done, will be the best player that has ever lived. At least he's on pace to do so. Okay. He is on a blistering pace. Um, that's his, uh, I mean, we don't really have to get into a GOAT debate. Like I said, Messi's got that. So, any, any Anything else? Um, well, I mean, that's clearly you have anything else to say about the World Cup? See you in four years. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, actually, no. When is the um? Is the women's next year? Next year. Yeah, women's the next year. That's that's the one. All that's right, usually perfect. the one. I'm not gonna lie. If I if out of the See two of them, year, I will watch the women's one because USA they have a chance at winning. So. Well, here's the thing. If you don't have, I feel like if you don't have any type of stakes, the men's is still the more entertaining one because it's just cool to see um, uh, so many of the more competitive teams go out there because you already know what can happen on the women's side. So it's not even like you know. Now, if you're representing, obviously, the United States, of course, that's dope. But, um, I mean, you know, do what you want, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, I heard they're expanding for the men. And I heard, you know, the reggae boys might might be able to get in one of these years. So, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll be watching them for sure. You know, got to re- represent. But, Khalil, let's get your final Uh-oh. thoughts. What what do you have for us this week? <clears throat> uh, messy goat. Okay. Uh, and fight the power as always. That's all I got. Okay. Brandon? Uh, again, I'm going to take the opportunity with Clayton not being here. Okay. Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, yes. is the early planning period. The Miami Hurricanes look poised to have a big time finish. Um, as we've been recording this podcast, I've been constantly re- refreshing my Twitter because the bat signal has been put out by a uh, one of the assistant coaches, which is, for those of you who don't know, the bat signal is the precursor. It's basically like the coach's announcement that they got a new commit. So I keep uh, refreshing to see who it is. I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but we'll see. They did land a commit today, transfer offensive lineman from Alabama, Javion Cohen. Mm, that's good. Uh, the number one offensive lineman in the transfer portal. Uh, Jesus. That was a big time addition, um, and I just really want to take this opportunity because, uh, at least lately, Florida. Let me say you've been doing a good. You've done. They've done a pretty good job recruiting. They have, I believe, the number ten or eleven class in the country. Um, off a, they they just got their ass kicked in, in whatever bowl game they played in. Oregon State gave them the work, um, but other than that, I think. Six and seven is what they finish on the year, and you have a top ten-ish class. That's good work. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for what you guys are doing because, you know, the Knowles over there like to talk, and and, and they say they're on, they're going to be doing great stuff. But you know, phenomenal year. They're nine and three. We'll see what happens in their bowl game. But you guys over there, I believe, have like the fifteen-ish recruiting class which I think is your best class under Mike Norvell. You just haven't really recruited that well. Um, but it's really funny to see how these fans react when things don't go their way. I have I have a little uh, snippet from a message board for you, if anybody cares to hear. 
Go ahead. Make it quick. The uh, This is on the Florida Gators message board. They're not really happy with Billy Napier. Um, Didn't they, poster, start, they start the GoFundMe, right, to fire him? They to did have out? a GoFundMe to buy him out, yes. Billy Napier, by the way, been there for one year. Um, I get it. You're a little <laughs> upset that Mario Cristobal keeps whipping you on the trail for that. But uh, anyway, I think this might be a little bit too far. Any chance we can tie Billy into child porn scandal and get on track with a buyout? Whoa, that's, that's, that's a little aggressive. It's that bad over there? For those of you who are kind of like, well, that came out of left field. Um, the Gators recently had a, uh, a player on their team. Oh, I, I, I heard about that. Oh. Yeah, the, the son of... Uh, of uh, was it, uh, former, is it John Kitna? Yeah, former uh, Lions legend John Kitna. John Kitna, his his son, uh, got wrapped up in a uh, in a child porn uh, uh, situation over there. So uh, that's kind of where they're they're heading. It really isn't that bad for Florida. I mean, guys, you're doing fine. Like, yeah, the season wasn't that great, fine, but you got a new coach. You're recruiting. At a pretty well, yeah, you're, you know, look, Crystal Ball's beating you for uh, some highly talented prospects that you wanted, but I mean, it's not like you know you're not out here recruiting like trash, and and like you know, just just, I mean, you could be upset. You want to go over the get the buyout, fine, but we, we don't need to do this. This that 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 was that was necessary. This is too much. Yes, just a touch. Okay, all right. So that's what you got for me. Uh, that that that's all I got for you, man. All right, let me wrap this up. All right. So look, I haven't done this yet, but I'm gonna do it in honor of him. It is Monday, December nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two, and his Clayton's Georgia Bulldogs are still your national champions, and they might be your national champions for another year. So you're just gonna keep hearing this from this podcast. Um, besides that, by the way, we have a suspect of the week. We're not going to get into it because it's the person is near and dear to my heart. But Monday, you know what you said. All right. We will be oh, wow. back. Yes, we will be back on Friday. It's going to be a big pod because we're only doing one pod this week because Sunday is Christmas. So we will have like our big Christmas pod. We're going to be previewing all the games um, that's going to be taking place over the weekend and National Signing Day. So it's going to be a great pod. Everybody should be um, on the call or on the show for that one. So look out for that. Follow us on TikTok. Uh, shout out to the guy who said the rest of them are haters for Lovey Smith. I rock with you, bro. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, Lovey yeah. Smith, yeah. Not that shout out to you. To the people in England who don't like y'all, get over it, okay? Um, we will see y'all next week. We are out. This has been another five star production.